Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe and never miss an episode. This week, I'm dedicating all three episodes to the power of love. It's Valentine's Day week, and therefore the theme across all these episodes this week is love, specifically the power of love. Today, we're looking at the power of loving oneself, the power of loving ourselves. If that sounds too fluffy for you as a business owner, I'm telling you now, you definitely need to hear what we have coming up. But first, a quick recap. On Monday, we were looking at the power of loving everything you do in your business, loving your clients, loving sales, marketing, loving the finances. And we talked about the power of when you love something, you bring more of yourself to that thing and you get more of a commitment to that, which means you get the results that you want in your business. And we looked at how if you hated sales, for example, you would have brought not your best game, saying it politely, to sales, which means you're holding your business back. You're also having to continue to do this job that you hate, which means you're unfulfilled. Certainly in that aspect of your business, you're not as fulfilled as you could be. And of course, you're not moving your business forward to a place where you could eventually get rid of that task. And therefore, you're creating a prison in that business where you continually have to do the tasks and the jobs that you don't enjoy doing. You're holding your business back by not loving it. Guess what? You're holding yourself back by not loving it. If you don't love yourself, then you are holding yourself back. You're holding yourself back from an experience of life that is open to you. You're holding yourself back from being all you could be and you're holding yourself back in terms of your personal performance and therefore what you can achieve in life and through your business. So many of us, we grew up and the idea or the notion of loving oneself was either considered to be egotistical or arrogant and those things are actually the opposite of what I'm talking about. In fact, when you see true arrogance and you see those kind of negative aspects of what we might think of people liking themselves too much, if there's such a thing, they're actually compensatory. Most people who are conceited and arrogant, most people that go around big and bloated and shouting and God knows what about themselves, how great they are, Actually, that's not self-love. Normally what that is, is they're compensating for their lack of self-love that they have. I've worked with enough people now to tell you, okay, the bigger someone shouts about themselves, the bigger someone is out there with those egotistical and the arrogance that we're talking about, the ugly side of self-promotion, then typically it's a thin veil. It's a plaster that they're trying to hold open or hold closed, I should say, the gaping wound that is low self-esteem. They will defend it to the day they die. They will deny it to the day they die. But I'm telling you now, I've seen it over and over again, and it's almost certainly true. The truth of the matter is you cannot love yourself too much. It's impossible to love yourself too much. Of course, you can be arrogant and egotistical, but that's not the same thing. 
What we're talking about here is a deep-rooted love for yourself. You don't have to go out and tell the world how much you love your car to still love your car. You don't need to go out and tell the whole world how much you love your kids or how much you love your wife. In fact, when I hear people over singing their love for anything, I'm always dubious and doubtful, just like I am with the egotistical person, the arrogant person. I'm always thinking, who are you trying to sell this to? Are you trying to sell this to me, to the rest of the world? Because best will intended, and I don't mean this in a mean way, we don't really care. Or you're trying to sell it to yourself. When I hear someone sitting there saying, oh my God, I love my husband so much. Oh my God, I love my wife so much. I don't know why I'm doing the American accent right now. Oh my God, I love this so much. Oh, you know, I'm not saying you can't say those things, right? Given the right set of circumstances, you'll hear me say those things. Probably not with that accent. But at any point in time, you know, I own how I feel about my life and I own how I feel about the things in my life, whether they're material things or the people, my business, Tracy, my partner, my children, my family. There are so many things that I love. There's so many things I love in my life. There's so many things I love materially in my life. There's so many things that I love in my business. There's so many things I love about myself. You're not going to hear me saying them all the time. However, I'm also not not going to say it for fear of someone thinking something about me. What we're really talking about here is authenticity. It's the authentic love of your life, the authentic love of yourself. And when someone gives it the old big chops, you know, and they're going, blah, 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 I'm so great, I'm so great, then I'm not hearing in that any degree of authenticity. The same with a person says, oh my God, my life is so amazing. I have such an amazing life. I have so, you know, they're overtly trying to sell it. That's what I'm listening to. I'm thinking, you know, are you trying to convince me? Are you trying to convince yourself here? Or are you authentically expressing yourself? And we can tell the difference. And arrogance and ego and all these things, it's not authentic. It's compensatory. It's selling something. You know, I'm so great. I'm so great. Are you trying to convince me or are you trying to convince yourself? And when you start listening to these people, you'll hear it everywhere. You'll hear it and you'll, 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 you'll see the nuances in what they're saying. And you'll be like, is this authentic expression of how you feel about yourself, your wife, your kids, your life, your business? Or are you trying to convince me? And if you're trying to convince me, why are you trying to convince me? Because, you know, best will in the world, we don't really care. So in which case, is it really yourself you're trying to convince by convincing me? In which case, you probably need to go and have a word with yourself, mate, and sort yourself out because this is not a happy place. Also, you're not winning any friends right now. So the better we can get connected with our authentic self, with our authentic connection to ourselves, our family, our lives, our businesses, the more we can authentically express that in inverted commas, an appropriate way. Now, who determines what's appropriate? Here's the thing. If I say, you know what? I love my financial status with my business. I love the money I'm making, right? Now, some people might judge that as not appropriate because it sounds greedy or whatever it might be. Someone else might sit there and say, you know what? I truly love who I am or I truly love my body or I truly love something about myself. And someone else might consider that to be egotistical, but it's not if it's authentic. So the appropriateness really comes down to yourself and it's finding that balance and it's an authentic balance. If you're, if you're living 100% authentically and you're connected 100% authentically, then you won't even have to find this balance because you'll automatically be in balance. But what we're really hunting for is that degree of authenticity that balances the expression of how I feel with the 
holding it back for not wanting to offend people or for their judging me or the overselling of something to compensate for how I feel in myself to try and convince someone of something or to even try and convince myself of something. So where's that authentic line drawn in the sand? Well, guess what? It's where you don't have to think about those things anymore. It's where you don't have to think about, is this appropriate or is this not appropriate? If it's completely authentic, it's appropriate. If somebody doesn't like it, that's their issue. Does this make sense? If somebody else judges it, that's their issue. In fact, almost certainly, it's literally their issue. Someone says, I love myself so much, and they think that you're now egotistical and arrogant. Almost certainly, it's because they don't love themselves, and therefore, it's uncomfortable that you would in all your authentic self-love there, and therefore, it makes them uncomfortable, and they'll reflect that uncomfort or discomfort back onto you, make you the problem, not themselves, because then they can walk away judging you, and they don't have to look at themselves, okay? So... We don't need to worry what other people are thinking when we connect with that true, authentic love for who we are, what we're doing ourselves, our, our body, our lives, our, our family, our friends, our business, our future, our finances, our car, our watch, our suit, our handbag. You can authentically be in love with all of these things. And if you love your life and if you love yourself and if you love all of these things, you're going to be having an amazing experience of life. You're going to be completely and utterly fulfilled. That is ultimately what fulfillment is. To be madly in love with everything that is. To be at peace with yourself. To have positive experiences of yourself, of your business, of life. That's got to be success, right? So what I want you to think about is any resistance that you might have for loving yourself. We've talked about the idea that people might judge you. People might feel that you're arrogant, you're egotistical. If it's authentic, by the way, I've just told you this, it's their issue, not yours. They'll make it you. That's not your business. I also want you to think, why wouldn't you love yourself? Like, where did we learn that loving ourselves was bad? Where did we learn that somehow we weren't good enough to love? Because I tell you now, if you can't love yourself, then... You're unlikely to let anyone else love you. Because if you're not good enough in yourself, the chances are you're not going to be good enough for that incredible person that you want in your life. What happens then, of course, is you tend to attract people who aren't all they should be or could be for you. And therefore, you end up in relationships that potentially are harmful or negative to you or certainly just not what they could be. You settle for what you think you deserve rather than going out to find what you truly could have. So by loving ourselves, we increase that self-deserving. And the more we deserve, then the less shit we'll put up with. Not just in terms of like our personal relationships, but just from the world at large, from our finances, from our health. You know, the more we, we love ourselves, the more we'll take care of ourselves. The more you love your car, the more you take care of your car. The more you love your kids, you nurture and take care of your kids. The more you love your spouse or your partner, the more you'll take care of them. So if you don't love yourself, you won't take care of yourself. If you don't love your business, you won't take care of your business. So therefore, you want to engage that. You want to fall madly in love with everything. But specifically in this episode, you want to fall in love with yourself because if you do, You'll take care of yourself because you'll deserve more, which means you'll give yourself more. And the more you deserve in everything in life, then the more that you won't accept less than that. 
And if you raise that bar on deserving, you can call it self-esteem, self-confidence, you can call it self-love. The more you raise that bar, then the less you'll tolerate of the stuff that is causing you problems in your life right now. The more you'll demand better for yourself. And that in turn will increase your performance to go out and get it. You'll say no to the things that don't meet your criteria of what you deserve. You'll welcome in those things that you do and you'll work really hard to create what it is that you truly want and what you truly deserve. So you want to make sure that you love yourself. Number one, because if you don't love yourself, you're missing out on one of the greatest relationships you can possibly have. The one person that is with you 24 hours a day, 366 days this year of your life, every single year from birth to death is you. You're in a permanent relationship with yourself And if you're like so many people out there, it can be a contentious relationship. You like aspects of yourself, but dislike other aspects. You are proud of certain things, but you're also disgusted by certain things. When you look at how you talk to yourself in your head, when you look at the thoughts you have about yourself, you know, the majority of people, they're so negative about themselves to themselves. So what's happening is you're trapped in this relationship 366 days this year, 365 days typically, and you're trapped in this confined space that is your life, which is you, your mind, your brain, your body, and you're trapped in this confined space with someone that you don't like very much. That would be the description of hell, to be locked in a two-foot box with someone you didn't like. Could you imagine it? So I want you to start to realize that you are stuck with you, okay? This was a marriage with yourself at birth and it's gonna be with you till death. You cannot escape it. There's no divorcing yourself. What you need to do is you need to fall in love with yourself. Now to fall in love with yourself means you need to deserve that love from yourself. So you may need to do some personal development You know, you might find it hard to unconditionally love everything about yourself. But there may be certain things that you're doing that if you were to change those things about yourself would make it easier for you to love. Let's say, for example, you're an angry person and generally you quite like yourself, but there's this ugly side as you see it of yourself that you don't love, that you don't like, and maybe even hate about yourself. And therefore, you're going to find it hard to truly love all of yourself whilst you have this aspect in your life. So therefore, you develop that aspect, you improve that aspect, you become someone worthy of your love. So for me, again, it's that balancing point. I want to preach unconditional love, maybe the love that I hope you have for your children, the unconditional love that no matter what they do, no matter what they say to you, no matter how they behave or act or who they become in life, that you are, you love them unconditionally. I would love to say to you, look, you know what? Hold that mirror up and find that for yourself. I'd also say to you that actually if there's aspects of your personality, there's aspects of what you're doing that you disapprove of, You can still love fundamentally who you are, but I would encourage you and recommend you to improve those aspects of yourself that make it easier for you to love yourself. But don't make those changes, don't make those personal improvements a condition of self-love. Love yourself anyway, because the more you love yourself, the more you'll take care of yourself, the more you deserve. The more you deserve, the more you'll improve yourself because you'll nurture yourself and you'll care for yourself. 
So therefore, you will no longer tolerate certain things from yourself because you love yourself. And so many people are caught in this catch-22 where they think, if I was different, then I would love myself. If I was thinner, I would love myself. If I was happier, if I was smarter, if I was, if I was, then I would love myself. If someone else loved me enough, then I would find love for myself. And all these conditions of love are stopping you from finding the solutions to those things. So I want you to absolutely step into that space of unconditional love. But also I want you to step into that space where as you love yourself unconditionally, the more you care for yourself and you nurture yourself, look at how you deserve more, then go out and get more for yourself. Become more of yourself. So if you want to know how personal performance is directly impacted by self-love and you haven't picked up on all the clues right now, it's really simple. The more you love yourself, the more you deserve. The more you deserve, the more you're open to achieve and to have. And the more you can be all you can be and all you can offer to the world around you. That's how you're going to increase your personal performance. Also, of course, you're just going to have a much better quality of life. So how do you go about loving yourself more fully if you don't already, okay? Well, first and foremost, you need to understand what does love feel like? So I'm hoping there's something or someone in your life that you do have this sense of love for. It could be your child, your children. It could be your wife, your husband, your mum, your dad. It could be the love you have for a cat or for a dog, that unconditional love, you know? And I want you to connect with that feeling and I want you to try and turn those feelings into and onto yourself. So a little meditation, you do a little visualization you can do. And this is one I did for best part of it, a year to 18 months, because I tell you now, I definitely didn't like myself. In fact, I hated myself for so much of my life. A little visualization I did was I, I, I thought about the people that I truly love. So it was easy with my kids, connect with my, my daughters and feel that love for them. And I'd allow that feeling of love to come through me. I'd feel it in my heart. I'd feel it through my whole body. And then I would take my focus away from the children and I would turn that focus into myself whilst holding on to those feelings. And it wasn't always easy, trust me, right? You have to condition this. So then I'd focus my, my thoughts and I'd focus myself into and onto myself whilst holding on to those feelings of love. I would literally hug myself and allow that feeling of love to go into myself. It takes no more than like two minutes, I think to five minutes maximum. If you indulge yourself, you could do it for five to 10 minutes, but you can do this in as little as a couple of minutes every single day or a number of times a day where you just focus on something you have this unconditional love for, let it build up, let it brew. The more you do it, the easier it is to connect with this and then hold on to that feeling, then turn your focus onto yourself and hold that feeling whilst connecting with yourself Give yourself a big hug and squeeze that feeling all the way inside. I know it sounds so fluffy. I'm the kick-ass guy. You know, I'm the guy that helps people go out there and fight harder, fight for their life and fight for their sales. If I work with teams, you know, I'm working with uh, with a rugby team a number of years ago. You know, I'm out there getting them to fight harder and to, you know, they're bleeding on the fields and everything else. I am that guy. But I tell you now... I'm also the guy that understands the importance of loving life and loving oneself. So take it from me, okay? I'm not that fluffy guy, right, that sits there and you think, really, this all sounds a little bit, you know, whatever. Hold on to that feeling. I'm telling you, nurture this feeling of self-love for yourself. You'll open the door to an experience of life that until now has been hidden from you 
and it will increase your performance in everything you do. You'll be a better partner, a better parent. You'll be a better business person. You'll be a better person for the world, I promise you. The next thing I want you to think about is how does love represent itself towards something? And then you can take actions in alignment with these, knowing that they are aligned with the love of something. So rather than waiting to love yourself, to respect yourself, learn to respect yourself because that will help you love yourself. So think about respect, self-respect. You see, if you love your car, you'll respect your car. If you love your house, you'll respect your house. If you love your phone, you'll respect your phone. If you hate your phone, you don't respect it. If you've got a shitty old phone now and the screen's got a bit of a crack on it, look at how you treat your phone. Look at how you treat your car if you don't respect your car. It gets worse and worse. You don't treat it very well and it gets worse and worse. Look at something else in your life that you truly do respect. I'm talking about things right now, inanimate objects. If you love your laptop, if you love your watch, if you love your ear, look at how you take care of them. You've got a nice watch, right? You take the watch off, you put it in this little case at night. I've got one. It goes in my little case at night. It keeps it wound up overnight. And it's this like, you know, 150 quid, whatever it is, watch case that keeps my watch basically wound up. It's an automatic watch. So it keeps it wound up, keeps it safe. You know, I've got other watches. They're sitting on the side of the shelf. Face down, glass down, they're just sitting there, right? I don't respect those watches. I don't nurture and take care of those watches. Now, I take care of this watch because I love this watch, superficial as it might sound. So think about the things you do love in your life and how you respect them. So what you need to do then, you can say, actually, do I need to love something before I respect it? Or can I learn to respect it? And therefore, in doing so, I'm aligned with loving it. So start to respect yourself. Start to respect the aspects of yourself that make you you. Show respect to yourself. Think about how you respect other people in your life and then show yourself that same respect. So many people just don't respect themselves. How can you love something you don't respect? Equally, how can you respect something you don't love? The two things go hand in hand. So you work on this from both sides of the equation. Think about how you care for things, how you nurture people or things that you love. So think about... Your child, you know, if you love your child, I hope you do, you love your child and look at how you care for them. Look at how you nurture them. You know, look at the patience. That's the next one I want you to think about. Look at the patience that you have with those people that you truly love. Think about your kids right now, or maybe a dog or a cat, maybe your wife, your husband, your parent, whatever it might be. Think about people you love and think about the patience that you have for them. Think about the forgiveness that you have. You know, how quickly and easy it is to forgive them for any wrongs against you. Look at how you want more for them. Look at how you're always, you know, you, you, you know they deserve more. And you want them to have more. You want them to have better in this world. Look at how you support them in their endeavors and what it is they're trying to do. Look at how you help them and look at how you back them. Look at how you've got their corner. You want to be that for yourself. So I'm going to go through those again, okay? And look at how you can do this for yourself. Do that little visualization. I mean it. It's really powerful. Connect with someone, something you truly love, right? Your kids, a dog, a cat, if you've got one. Wherever you feel the easiest it is to show that love and to connect that love, turn it into yourself, hug yourself, feel that for yourself, condition it every single day, at least once a day. I'm telling you now, do it consistently, not for a week or a month. Do it consistently. It will transform the relationship you have with yourself. Equally, whilst you're doing that, look at respecting yourself more. 
and how you can respect yourself more. Look at how you can care more for yourself, nurture yourself more. Look at where you need to be more patient with yourself. Look at where you need to forgive yourself. Look at where you want more for yourself and want that for yourself. Look at how you can support yourself on that journey. Look at how you can help yourself to achieve those things. And look at how you can be your own corner man. Look at how you can have your own back. So have a look at all those areas, right? And if you start to bring those in to your life on a daily basis, you will engage that love for yourself. Do the hugging and you'll start to condition that pathway in your brain of how you can connect love with yourself. If it's been turned off either because you've turned it off or because growing up you were told not to be arrogant or conceited or you've done some stuff you're not proud of and you've fallen out of love with yourself, connect with the love for yourself and then demonstrate that love for yourself through respect, care, nurture, patience, forgiveness, wanting more, supporting yourself, wanting more, helping yourself to go out and create more and then backing the hell out of yourself. For some of you, I get it. That's some pretty heavy shit right now. The more you feel that what I've just suggested is hard for you, the more you will need to do it, okay? Because if you feel that that was really confronting, it's because you're really blocked from it and therefore you will need it more than potentially the next person. To help every single one of you fall back in love with yourself, to help every single one of you with your self-esteem levels and your self-confidence levels, I've created the 28-Day Self-Esteem Reboot Challenge. Again, completely and utterly free of charge. This is for anybody, not just business owners, but anybody. So get your, I say get your kids on it, just be mindful there is some swearing in there and some adult themes, you know me by now. But you can get your kids in there, you can get your friends in there, you can invite other people to this. It's something that I've struggled with for so much of my life and therefore um, last year, maybe the year before, I developed this program that I've been working with individuals and one-to-one clients with for a number of years and it works every single time. It reboots self-esteem and it takes self-esteem to a new level and it works 100% of the time, okay? If you follow the process fully, if you engage with the program fully, there's a Facebook group that's associated with this program There's hundreds of people in there right now. Some are doing the process right now. Other people have done it in the past. They're there to help and support people on this journey. You can be part of that. Even if you don't want to be part of the Facebook group, you don't want to be part of that community, you can still fully participate in the 28-day Self-Esteem Reboot Challenge. Every single day, you get a short video, sometimes as short as five minutes, no more typically than 10 to maybe 15 minutes max. There's a few longer ones earlier on in the program. And then there's a booklet you have to fill out every single day, probably maybe takes another five, maybe 10 minutes. So for as little as about 15 to 20 minutes per day, you can absolutely reset and reboot your self-esteem levels. If you want to take your self-esteem, your self-confidence to the next level, get yourself on the Self-Esteem Reboot Challenge. I've put the link in the descriptions. Follow that link. It will take you where you need to go. Once again, completely free of charge. It's my give back to the world, to you guys. Anyone that will listen to me, I want you to have that self-love. I want you to have those high levels of self-esteem, those high levels of self-respect and self-confidence because it will improve the quality of your life no end. 
and it will improve your personal performance like you've never seen it. Therefore, open the door for you to live the life you want to live, create all you want to create, and that includes your business and your life. I will see you on Friday, Valentine's Day itself, for the conclusion of this week's theme. Have an awesome couple of days. Keep the love flowing for yourself, your business, and everything else that's in your life. I'll see you on Friday. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. We'll be right back.